Thank you for listening to Soul Coaster Podcast. This podcast is about my personal spiritual journey as a certified life and business coach, Reiki practitioner, and psychic medium. Come along with me as I take you on this journey that has been full of ups and downs, and hopefully it is relatable to you along on your spiritual journey. Thank you for listening to Soul Coach, the podcast. Hey guys, welcome to Soul Coach, the podcast, also known as Soul Coach Speaks. I am your host, April. Thank you so much for all your love and support. If you are new to the show, welcome, welcome. Well, this week's episode is about happiness. I had a podcast episode about a year or so ago about happiness, and I was in a different uh, place in my life then. Now I've done so much work on myself and healing and grounding and being in hermit mode and doing all the stuff that we do when we are on a spiritual path. We um, we grow, we evolve, we move forward, we gather tools as we continue to navigate. I always reference the movie, the book of Eli, the book of Eli. That's right. <laughs> I want to say Enoch. <laughs> the book of Eli uh, with Denzel Washington. And as you can see, like if you were, if you've seen the movie, you know that like he's he has this goal. And I don't want to give away the movie too much, but, you know, he's, he has all this adversity trying to get to his goal. And as he's fighting through, he's gathering tools, he gathered knowledge, he learned how to adapt in a world that was uh, post-apocalyptic. Uh, <laughs> I can never say that word. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, so doom and gloom. <laughs> Some words I can't uh, enunciate. It's hilarious. But anyway, you know what I'm talking about. Apocalypse. Post. And in the movie, he has like to fight and he's got to go through this. But he's gathered all these tools. And that is how we are on our spiritual path. The ones that are chosen. A lot of people think that they're chosen, but they're not. <laughs> But the ones that are truly chosen know that they have a lot of adversity that they have to go through because we are the ones going against the grain. We are the ones that's going against the norm. We're not, you know, the cookie cutter like everyone else. We are the ones that are moving the collective forward. And uh, it's a lot on our backs. It's a lot to carry. And it seems as if you know, when people think of uh, spiritual people, they think of like, you know, they just got it all together like all the time. But that's just not true. Um, the true healers like myself and the people that I love and adore, they know that is a lot. It is a lot of healing. It is a lot of work. It is a lot of trial and error. It is a lot of gathering tools. It's a lot of studying. It's a lot of reading. It is constant and it's nonstop. And then on top of us trying to navigate through our spiritual journey, spirit and the universe and God and Yahweh pushes people in our path to help them along on their path. And so it's like, and that is really rewarding for me, but 
in the midst of being on our path and in the midst of helping other people be leaders and in the midst of, you know, having your own life, you tend to forget that you have to find these pockets of happiness. And the happiness starts with you. And it's, uh, and it's, I want to talk about that this week. I want to talk about happiness. And rather you're on your spiritual journey, or you're just getting started, or you're just trying to figure things out, uh, this thing called life, we, uh, we want to be happy. And we have to determine what happiness is for us. And, and happiness starts with you as an individual, not any outside influences. It doesn't matter like the relationship you're going to be in, what kind of car you drive, what kind of education you have, what makes you happy has to start with you and nothing outside of you. And a lot of people forget that, right? And I want to talk about that a little bit this week. So let's get started. Alright guys, make sure that you are tuning in to my live show on Mondays at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. It is on AMP, AMP, powered by Amazon. And make sure that you tune in, follow me. I'm going to, I was going to do it every other Monday, but I'm going to do it every every Monday now because I'm super excited about it because it's... um, is a piggyback off of the podcast and also the blog and i'm super excited about it so anyway uh make sure you are tuned in on amp amp powered by amazon look up the soul coach speaks and you can just google soul coach in the search bar and i'll come right on up uh so definitely make sure that you have time for that All right, you guys, so happiness. So what does happiness mean for you? That is a question that you should be asking yourself. After 2020 and we got in lockdown and um, I think a lot of our perspectives has changed. A lot of us, uh, the things that used to make us happy before 2020, before COVID, uh, no longer like fits our ideal of what happiness is now. Uh, when I think of happiness, I think of peace. I think of quiet. I think of freedom, freedom from my schedule, freedom for me to do what I want to do when I want to do it. Um, that to me brings me happiness. Um, seeing my son happy brings me happiness, right? But we're talking about things that are not outside of us. So what makes me happy Uh as an individual without any outside influences is uh, the fact that I have been knocked down so many times and I continue to get up. And every time I get up and rebirth myself, I am stronger than before and I bask in that. 
because I am the underdog (laughs) and I love that. And what makes me happy is when I have my clients and I'm doing that and they feed me, right? But that's like outside of me though, but it's me being a vessel from God that uses me with my energy work, with my voice, with my teaching, with my coaching, you know, just being present, uh, I'm just very grateful to that. And that makes me happy because I am not caught up in the matrix. I am, I have freedom uh, with my schedule. I, um, I have a, I'm a critical thinker and so, which is important, especially in today's time. Uh, and I think that the biggest part for me and my happiness is uh, I do like to see other people happy around me, but I've shifted that mindset of people pleasing. Uh, I put myself absolutely first. If there's something that I want, I'm going to go get it. And I know that sounds absolutely foreign to a lot of you guys because you're like, well, isn't that what you're supposed to be doing anyway? As a true healer, as a giver, as being on the spiritual uh journey it's hard to be selfish or selfless because we were reincarnated to be a service to other people and because of that it's really hard to grasp the fact that um you gotta come first before you pour into someone else's cup before you really understand that if you're not happy in your life nobody is going to make you happy. You can sit down and you can be like, you know, if I make this amount of money, I'm going to be happy. If I have this kind of car, I'm going to be happy. If I have this kind of life, I'm going to be happy. And that's true. But you can't sit around waiting for something to happen in order for you to have happiness. You have to find these pockets of happiness daily for yourself, even if you got to, st- if you're a mom, if you're a parent, even if you got to go close yourself in the bathroom and shut the door so you can have peace and quiet, that's like happiness to me. I'm like, <sighs> but I don't have that anymore because my son's not a toddler, uh, but he still bothers me while I'm in the bathroom. But anyway, I'm just saying that the happiness that you want and that you desire has to come from within you, not anyone else and that is me and that means that you have to live your truest self out loud let me repeat that you have to live your truest self out loud and a lot of us um I know for me for the longest time I didn't I hid my gifts I didn't tell anybody what I did I didn't want nobody to know that I was a psychic medium I didn't want anybody to to know like my gifts because a they try to abuse you b they think that you are like always on and then c it just gets draining when you have family and friends that constantly come to you and dump and not really saying hey are you okay how are you doing today what can I do for you um it becomes extremely exhausting so you know I had to go through that process of elimination I had to go through that process of like who is feeding to my soul I had to go through that process of really understanding that I have to have people around me that pour into me the way that I pour into so many people in the collective 
have people in my DMs. I have people on my social media platforms. Uh, I have people in my life, my fa- I that always, when they need uplifting and they need motivation, they come to me. When they need sound advice, they come to me. And uh, it was getting draining. So that part of the journey, I set boundaries with everybody. And that was like a problem. took me a while because I'm such a giver and a people pleaser. It took me a long time for me to be like, no, I'm not getting anything out of this. Like, what am I getting out of the fact that I need I need help? I need assistance. I need love. I need to be poured into. I need hug. I need all of that. I need it even more because I'm literally breaking generational curses. Dealing with a mom that is extremely negative. I have a brother that's on all the drugs. Um, yeah, homeschool my son, which is fine and dandy, but his father thinks that I don't do anything but sit around and do bonbons, like eat bonbons and watch TV. Like he doesn't have the concept of how much work I have to do with homeschooling and running the business and then being a caretaker to my mom. I have 9,900 hats that I'm wearing and... um and I just made the decision this year, well, the end of last year, I drew the line in the sand with us. I was like, what makes me happy? What does that look like for me? And it starts with my physical environment. Where do I want to live? What city I want to live in? And I talk about this a lot in my eight-week coaching program Um like when we talk about like the will of balance, we talk about like where you want to live, your physical environment, what makes you, what will make you happy. Your spirit has to connect to where you live in order for you to vibrate at the frequency. Some places, and if you use an astrotography, is the study of your astrology sign and like where you should live based off these lines, right? Um, it's really interesting. You got to like look into it. Uh, you can like just look it up on like search bar on TikTok and you'll have like all these videos of how to pull it up. You can go to Astro Seek and pull it up. And it was like, you know, tells you about like what would be a idea for you to live a place where you know that you will be successful with your business and um, a place where you can know that you would be successful in love. Like it's that kind of thing. It's so cool. But even if you're not, if even if you're unable to move to that location, let's say Paris is where you, your romance line is. Well, you go to Paris and uh, you can't go to Paris, but you can buy Paris things like getting a picture of the Eiffel Tower or things things like that and being in that energy and still manifest that love life, right? So that's like a deep dive for some of you guys to to study. Um, but I mention that because physical environment, especially for a majority of my clients, they talk about like, you know, where they live, the house that they live in. Can you imagine if you lived in a house that you couldn't rest or if you lived in a city or a town where they didn't like get you and your soul tribe is not there, it's going to be hard for you to manifest. It's going to be hard for you to find that happiness. So you need to start there. And you also need to think about this is your life. <laughs> Yours. You cannot 
please your parents. You cannot please your siblings. You cannot please your partner. You cannot please anybody until you please yourself. And it starts with you. And a lot of us, including myself, settled throughout the years, but I just can't anymore. I'm very clear on what it is that I want. Um, and I'm not compromising on that anymore. So um, I talk about that, you know, in my eight-week coaching program. That's probably like week two, uh, week three is Will of Balance. But I mentioned all of that to say happiness. When you sit down and think about what makes you happy, what's the first thing that comes to mind? What is the first thing that comes to mind? Right? What makes you happy? And why can't you build on that happiness and allow it to flow throughout your life? So many of us literally will block our happiness out for someone else. (laughs) Do you know how insane that is? Do you know how insane it is to live a life that you know you can be better at, but you just decide that you don't want to do that? Like, you're like, you know what, I'm just going to be miserable for the next couple of years, and then, you know, it'll be better once I get that job. What if you die while you're waiting to get that job? Why don't you die when you're waiting until, I don't mean to sound so doom and gloom, but I'm just trying to be honest. (laughs) What happens if you die? And and I just don't want to be that person and be like, you know, what if I done this? I could have done that. Maybe I should have done this. Could have, should have, would have. Don't be a could have, should have, would have. Yes, the spiritual path is hard. Yes, I know you're tired. I know because I'm tired. Too many times I've been knocked down in the last month. I've had a lot going on. I'm not going to share on this podcast, but I have a lot going on. And um, I have been through it. I have been through it the last 60 days. It's been really, really tough. And it's really my spiritual team. Is telling me these things are happening for you, for you to understand. You got to stop being a people pleaser. You need to put yourself first and you need to find your happiness and whatever that looks like for April. And it can't involve A1, my son. It can't involve my mom. It can't involve anybody but me, right? And uh, I had a cousin that passed away. And, um, and I mentioned that last week. And his funeral is this week, and I am um, just blown away because I, as a medium, I I didn't want to tap in, but obviously I had to, or it just, you know, it just came to me. And um, he died of a broken heart. That's what I was getting when I channeled, and I just had to pull away from it. It's hard when it's a family member, but um, you think about your last heartbreak, right? Some people don't recover from that. Um, I know I had one that was a doozy. Like, I was like, I don't even think that I'm going to make it through this. Like, I mean, I really was like, I don't see why. I mean, like, I deserve better than this. Like, what in the world? 
but that lesson was part of um, something that was much, much bigger than me. It was about me wanting to um, understand that I I wasn't treating myself the best in anything that I was doing. And I needed to pull myself back and get on purpose. And that's exactly what he did for me. He broke me down so bad that I had to surrender. And for the first time in my life, I surrendered. I surrendered to God and then I shifted my life. And then after that, I just became this whole different person. I didn't even want to be called April anymore. I wanted to be called my middle name, which is Dinitra. Yes, Dinitra. And I just, you know, and I thought about it and I was like, you know, um, I can't allow someone to have that much power over me. And um, and I just snapped out of it. Like the rose-colored glasses came off and that was it. And one thing you know about a Leo, a Leo will give you 9,900 trillion thousand chances. Because we see the good in you, we're loyal, we're loving. But once that shift in mindset is gone, there's nothing that you can do to get back in their good graces because it's done. And when we're done, we are absolutely completely done. Okay, But that heartbreak was something I was like, I never want to feel that again. And then um, it happened again. <laughs> Not to that extreme, but a little bit. It was a little broken a little bit. And um, just sad and disappointed. And um, I was like, why does this keep happening to me? And then I thought about, like, it's not happening to me. It's happening for me. And during this time, am I being good to myself? Am I doing the things that make me happy? And I just felt like I was getting pulled in 99 different directions and not finding my happiness. And that's what happened like the end of last year, the beginning of this year. I am steadfast on this. If it's not benefiting me, making me happy or what? No, I don't want no parts of it. I have deprived myself for so long just you know, staying low key, taking the higher road. Just no, we cannot longer do that. We need to really vocalize our throat chakra and utilize it and empower it and say, this is what I want. This is what's going to make me happy and I'm going to do it. I can't even tell you, I haven't even traveled since 2020. That's that's not true. I traveled in 2021. I went to Miami. That was it. I have always traveled. My passport is actually has to be renewed this year because I used to travel so much. Okay. Stamped away. I haven't even been outside of the country in years. Like that's not good since 2017. What makes me happy? Traveling. What makes me happy? Understanding and loving different cultures. And I'm just totally like, oh, I'm not going to get to it. I get to it, whatever. And time has passed and I haven't traveled. My son and I need to travel. We got things we're going to do this summer. Finding your happiness. It is the most important thing that you can do for yourself while you are navigating on during this human experience you are a spiritual being 
And once your physical body is gone, then you go to somewhere else because the energy is never destroyed. It's just moved. But I, if you don't listen to any more of my podcasts or listen to me and my rambling, <laughs> as I say, or anything, you're going to listen to this. Find your happiness. Find your happy place that's not including someone else. Don't put that expectation on other people. I had a karmic relationship that showed me how I needed to put value on me. And that value that I have for me, I needed a wake-up call. I needed a wake-up call because I was just allowing this person to come in and out of my life, um, give me breadcrumbs, um, all of that, just because I saw their potential. Like, oh my God, that person's great, I know it, and you know, he just needs a little push and we can't be out here saving motherfuckers. Like, that ain't what we supposed to be doing. <laughs> no. We can't save grown-ass men. So stop. Okay? Um, but he that happened for me, not to me. I needed to learn that lesson. Like, stop trying to save grown men. Stop trying to save the world. Stop seeing the good in everybody when most people aren't good. Most people are selfish and all about them. It's one thing to be putting yourself first, but there's another thing when you just want to be a taker, which most people are. <laughs> right? And the takers recognize the givers because they be ready to be like, come here, I'm going to take all you got, then I'm going to leave. <laughs> I'm going to drain your battery dry. And you can't allow that. And I share these experiences you know, on this podcast so that you understand that I, as much as I have going on um, as a mentor, as a coach, I mean, I have all these tools, but I also get tired. I get exhausted. I fall through depression even more than anyone like that's not gifted. Like our depression is on a whole nother level because we feel things so deeply. And we still get up and we still do what we need to do every day so that I have to be the best version of myself because there's people waiting for me. If I wasn't a good version of myself, can you imagine what kind of coach I would be? I'm the soul coach. I'm here to help your soul, right? But if I'm not doing the work and healing and and falling down and getting back up and having adversity, how can I help you? I had to be the best version of myself, and I have not been doing that for the last few years, right? The best version of myself. I got lost some kind of way, and now I'm like full throttle. These are the things that I know that's going to make me happy, and I'm going to do them. I have a planner that states for 2023, do more of what you, that do more of what makes you happy. And it's a daily reminder. What did I do last week to make me happy? I had lunch with a friend, right? 
I've been doing this kundalini yoga now and I'm going on 40 days and I have like 12 days in. That makes me happy, right? Um, it's energized me. I'm very productive. Um, I'm happy. Um, I have a lot to be grateful for. But this last couple of months have been, whew, last three months have been like tough on your girl. But I'm here and I'm still giving out information. I'm still doing this blog. I'm still helping clients. I'm still being a mom, a caregiver. I'm still doing the jobs that I'm supposed to do. But I really had to sit back and be like, what makes me happy? And hopefully that you understand that your happiness shouldn't be compromised. Don't lose yourself because of a relationship. Don't lose yourself because of a career. Because I've been there too. <laughs> my career was my relationship. I would work a thousand hours a week. Not really, but you know what I mean. And I would all it would be all about my job. I gotta work, I gotta go to work. That's a Capricorn rising in me. I gotta go to work, I gotta work, I gotta work, I gotta make money, I gotta go work, I gotta do this, gotta do this, gotta work, gotta work, and that's all I did. I worked all the time, and then when I did have free time, I wanted to hit the streets because I was so stressed about going to work, and I was so unhappy. And even though I was great at my job, I was miserable. I just fronted. (laughs) Right? Miserable at my job. Had a great job. Have a great career. Had very good salaries. I always was very blessed with that. But I was miserable. And I said, no more. No more. And now that I'm not in corporate and now that I'm not making the money I am and my family's very negative, like, you need to get back on the work and you need to do this, you need that. Not understanding that my purpose is bigger than any job or salary is bigger than that. You know, of course, I have to support myself and my son, but I do. My son doesn't want for anything. I'm good. He's good. We good. You know, just because, you know, your family and so-called friends, they definitely are going to be the hardest on you. Because I had to sit back and think about how many of my friends would pray for me. How many of them would want the best for me. Like, I would want the best for them. Right? I had to think about that. Like... Who would pray for me? Then I thought about, like, you know, when I say that I want support, it doesn't mean that you need to go on my website and purchase things. It means that you just take enough time to pick up the phone and ask me how I'm doing. It's those kind of things. Like, I can't tell anybody or teach anybody how to do that. So because I can't change grown people, uh, I have to change myself and I have to look at myself and look at the things that I hold myself accountable for, my personal accountability. Am I open enough? Am I being open with my family and friends? Am I being loving? But then again, I'm like, I can only be the best version of myself and this is what it is. And if you want to accept it, that's fine. If not, then fuck it. I don't care, to be honest with you. Um, the only thing that I care about now is my son, my mom, and my happiness. And not in that order. My happiness is going to come first. If I say no, I mean no. If I want to go out, I'm going to go out. <laughs> if I want to go on dates, then I go on dates. I will do 
whatever makes me happy. And I'm not going to deprive myself of anything uh, at all. Okay, and you shouldn't either. And hopefully this is a nice little pep talk for you to understand. Stop settling. Stop thinking that your happiness is around the corner. Stop thinking like, oh, you know, I'm going to wait to such and such happen. Stop. Find things and pockets of happiness now. You know what makes me happy? Getting up in the morning, drinking tea, and going outside and being in nature. That little bit makes me happy right um i do want to say this before i finished make sure that you are giving to people that are giving to you if you're pouring into somebody's cup and that's what they need at the time then do that but when is your time for people to pour into your cup you need to pay attention who's doing it who is pouring into your cup it is very important on your spiritual journey it is essential because you cannot continue to pour and pour and pour and pour and pour and no one pour into you and that comes uh, especially in relationships with your your family romantic relationships or friendships Uh, make sure that it's equal we talk about being married equally yoked, but you also need to be equally yoked with the people that you have around you. And I'm not saying that you have to be the same. I'm just saying that have people pour into you because you deserve it. You are, um, you're loved and you deserve to be loved. You deserve to be poured into. You deserve to be loved on. You deserve to be treated like a king or a queen. You deserve um, everything that you desire. But in order for you to receive those things, you have to be open to receive them. And also, you need to understand what makes you happy. Because it's not tied to other people. Right? So hopefully, this podcast episode helped you along on this Monday morning. And I, Monday, whatever time you listen to this, because um, I'm like in like 15 or 16 different countries now. <laughs> you know, I'm not bragging, but toot toot. But I uh, appreciate all the love. You know, I'm very humble about this podcast. I, um, yeah, I'm very humble about it. But anyway, I uh, just want you guys to find your own pocket of happiness because you deserve it. You absolutely deserve it, right? And you deserve somebody that's going to show up for you and um, and pour into you because you deserve that as well, right? And uh, so hopefully (laughs) this helps you along on your work week. Uh, Also, make sure that you follow my blog on Soul Coach Speaks. Uh, The link is in the bio and thank you so much for all your love and support and thank you for listening to Soul Coach Speaks. Mm -hmm.